Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21. Thank you for joining us. And we're doing a Back to the Future study on what the early church fathers taught about the Antichrist. I don't know about you, but uh, I came, this is actually a number of years ago, to a place in my life where I got really frustrated with the, um, just the froth of very light and erroneous teachings about the end times and the Antichrist, and I started digging into the church fathers. And today, we're going to take a look at an early, early church fathers, St. Hippolytus, and we did a series of broadcasts on Luke 21, and today we're basically just doing a summary of his teaching on the Antichrist. But St. Hippolytus of Rome was unique, and he wrote the very first commentary on a book of the Bible in the history of the Catholic Church. He's the first author of a biblical commentary, and he wrote a commentary on the book of Daniel. And Daniel is a book of the Bible, Old Testament, that's loaded with biblical prophecy, and Daniel had a major influence on the book of Revelation. So here you have a man writing, they think between either A.D. 202 and 205, but very early. And to think that, um, by the way, you can go to uh, New Advent, just Google it, New Advent, Hippolytus, or just Google Hippolytus of Rome, uh, you can get this on your phone, uh, his commentary on Daniel. And then he also wrote a book or a treatise on the Antichrist. In other words, he was the first publisher of a book on the Antichrist in the history of Christianity. And it's very interesting that his book on the Antichrist is significantly different from a lot of teaching you hear from conservative, not liberal and whatnot. I think they just kind of dropped off belief in the Antichrist, but conservative Catholic teaching on the Antichrist. There's a lot of differences between what you're hearing frequently today and what St. Hippolytus taught. And so he was the um, last major Roman theologian who wrote in Greek, and one of the reasons he's not quite as popular in the West, as he is in the Eastern Church, the Orthodox Church, because they're much more familiar with Greek writings, and the Western Church is more familiar with Latin writings. So here's the one thing. If you get this, you can sort through a whole forest of perspectives today on biblical prophecy. And I'm not just talking about people who are teaching the rapture at any moment. We've dealt with that teaching. But my concern is that there are people, and lots of them, who are otherwise great Catholic teachers and Scripture scholars who will tell you that those prophetic passages of the Bible refer to the past and not the future. Hippolytus was writing, let's just give him a date of 202, now, the many folks today, Catholic folks, who are teaching biblical prophecy is that, oh, those things like the bulk of the book of Revelation 
uh, apply to things that happened 100 AD. Well, Hippolytus was writing in 200, you know, almost 2,000 years before these guys saying, no, it's all about the past and not about the future. Well, Hippolytus said that there's a future seven-year tribulation. Hippolytus said there's a future Antichrist. Hippolytus said there's a future persecution. Hippolytus says there's a future great apostasy. Hippolytus says there's a future unleashing of evil before the second coming. And that's exactly what the Catechism of the Catholic Church says. So both the early Catholic teaching on the Antichrist and biblical prophecy and the current one in the current Catechism of the Catholic Church that John Paul II and Cardinal Ratzinger, then Cardinal Ratzinger, gave us, these two believe there's a future aspect. And this is a very significant thing. Why is that? Well, at some point, it's going to be so difficult to keep your faith that Jesus spent a lot of time teaching and preparing his people to face that time. Uh, the same thing with St. Paul. Even his new converts, he instructed about these end-time events. So let's take a look at just some of the things that Hippolytus taught. I'm going to start with his commentary on the book of Daniel. And in the book of Daniel, there is an image that King Nebuchadnezzar, the first worldwide emperor of the kingdom of Babylon, saw a statue of, and it went from head to kind of shoulders, middle section, legs, and then 10 toes. And it represented four world empires. And the fourth empire was the Roman Empire. And then at later point, the toes, the Roman Empire would break up into 10 democracies that would end up being ruled by the Antichrist. And this is what he said. And, you know, I have heard homilies mocking Protestants who believe this. Well, a Catholic saint believed this. In fact, the first one to write on this. He says, and these things then are destined to come to pass. That, In other words, they are going to come to pass forward of 202 AD. And the toes of the image turns out to be democracies. And when the times are fulfilled, the ten horn, horns will spring from the beast in the last times when the Antichrist will appear. So, you know, so many scripture scholars today, like if you go to the average evangelical seminary, because I went to one, and I would assume most Catholic seminaries, they wouldn't follow um, when they're teaching about Daniel, St. Hippolytus nor would they follow St. Jerome. Do you realize St. Jerome's commentary in the book of Daniel was translated from the Latin by a Protestant fundamentalist? <laughs> the Catholics had ignored it. Okay, this is, you know, he's saying this is something yet to come. He goes on. There will remain one week in which Elias and Enoch will appear. Elijah and Enoch, the two witnesses, and the week represents, he explains, seven years that are divided into two periods, three and a half years. The Antichrist will be a nice guy. He will be a big peacemaker. He will 
uh, be uh, recommending um, uh, good morality. He will be solving social problems. And then in the last half, he turns bad. This is what he says. Uh, he will end up, the Antichrist shall be shameless, a war maker, a despot, exalting himself above all kings, above every god, and shall build the city of Jerusalem and restore the sanctuary. Now, I have uh, in a former church that I belonged to and did youth ministry and taught in their Bible school, Calvary Chapel out in California. I was out in the West Coast a few years ago and listening to the Calvary Chapel uh, broadcast. And, you know, I have great and deep appreciation for my experience at Calvary Chapel. I mean, how many people have watched the Jesus Revolution movie that's on Amazon now three times? Well, I mean, that's me. I have great appreciation. But in their focus on the future, they mention that some Christians that believe in the rapture in any moment are sending money to Israel in order to buy the building materials and even prepare the building materials, like if you need large stone blocks and whatnot, prepare all this stuff for the rebuilding of the temple. Now, again, you can get St. Hippolytus, just Google it on your phone. And what he is saying is that the Antichrist is going to appear like this real nice guy. Oh, let's be nice to the Jews. Well, that's a good thing, just like social concern and all that other stuff. Well, he looks like a nice guy. But guess what happens? When the temple is built, he proclaims himself to be God. They're sending money to Jerusalem or to Israel to prepare for the Antichrist. And these are very sincere people that I was fellowshipping with during my time in California. So this is why we want to look to the past, to these early fathers, to find out what's going on. And it says, the two witnesses shall preach the first three and a half years of the seven-year tribulation, and the Antichrist shall make war upon the saints for the rest of the week and desolate the world. And for three and a half years, uh, there will be the removal of the continuous sacrifice for 1,290 days or three and a half years and basically the mass is going to be stopped, okay? And that's going to be one of the acts of the Antichrist. And then he goes on in Daniel 12, there'll be a time of trouble. For that time there shall be great trouble, such as not been from the foundation of the world. And this isn't good news. He is not tickling ears, but he says that uh, he's going to send out others to every city and country to destroy the faithful. And he's going from east to west, and he's from north to south to find the faithful and persecute them. That some will conceal themselves in mountains and caves, but he shall seek in every way to destroy them out of the world. They shall not be any longer able to sell their own property, nor buy from strangers, unless one keeps and carries with him the name of the beast or bears its mark on its forehead, that's 666. For then they shall be driven out from every place and dragged from their own homes, hailed into prison and punished with all manner of punishment and cast out from the whole world. Now that's St. Hippolytus just on the book of Daniel, which a lot of people said Daniel is just talking about things that happened in the past. It's not talking about the Antichrist. It's talking about a wicked 
figure before the time of Christ by the name of Antiochus Epiphanes, who persecuted the Jews. Ah, this is what we want to uh, lean a little bit heavy here. It says, for what the blessed prophets were writing about, they were writing for succeeding generations, not only reporting the past, but also announcing the present and the future, so that the prophet might not appear to be only for the time being, but might also predict the future. Daniel speaks, therefore, of two abominations, the one of destruction, which Antiochus set up in its appointed time, and which bears a relation to that of final desolation, and the other universal when the Antichrist shall come. So you have two abominations of desolation. Yes, there's an immediate historical reference in the book of Daniel, and that needs to be acknowledged. But then to consign the whole book of Daniel to the history class, rather than the predicting the future class, is a huge mistake. Because Daniel says in his visions, he's predicting a future Antichrist. And he goes, these things then are in the future. And again, this is the earliest writer of any book of the Bible, a commentary of, the first commentary on a prophetic book of the Bible, and the first Catholic author of a treatise on the Antichrist. Well worth listening to. I'm Steve Woody, your host, and you've been listening to Luke 21. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com. Thank you.